What up, fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, we had an unbelievable episode. I'm not even going to lie. First off, we talked about NBA All-Star Reserves are picked who got snubbed. And of course, when you say who got snubbed, you must say who they should replace. We also do our own draft. Abe and Jack, we pick our teams for the All-Star game. And then we have a great ranked discussion this week. And on this week's ranked, we say the top moments we would want to see as top shot moments, not necessarily in basketball, but the general theme of digital highlights. So NFL clips, baseball clips, hockey clips, whatever you can think of, we rank our top three. We want to hear from you on Snapback Pod on Instagram. And then we follow that up and close it out with a little conversation on Deshaun Watson. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select... Lamar Jackson. I'm a rave. He's on. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles. Oh, oh, Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant put the jumper. He What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? A couple things. Uh, going back to Sunday's episode, or Monday's episode, when I was talking about what I was eating for dinner, I went Chinese over Italian. Fumbled at the one. Absolute you keep, botch. I, I don't want to hate on you. A lot of misses coming out of the Granoff department recently. Like, what else? I don't know. You met, you bricked on the entire Super Bowl. You bricked on a lot of the NFL Not really. season. Not really. Um, I'm pretty right on the NBA so far. But anyway, um, got Chinese freaking Tyson chicken nuggets covered in, like, ketchup and barbecue sauce mixed, and they <laughs> called it sesame chicken. It was disgusting. Like, literally, I finish all my food. I throw it out. So that's number one. Drop the ball there. Number two, I got a bone to pick with you. I, uh... I've been tweeting this week because I've gotten a lot of new followers from an influx or whatever. I've tweeted a lot of NBA Top Shot this week, related stuff, and a lot of Chris Paul propaganda, like propping him up to be God's gift to Earth because I just bought his moment. And I haven't gotten one like from you. You want me like to pump liking, your bags. I don't want you to pump my bags, but like I'm tweeting stuff that's not that I'm tweeting it for you. I'm tweeting because it it's on my mind and stuff, but I'm tweeting it. Literally, this is, I'm tweeting, Chris Paul is the GOAT. Another all-star appearance for the GOAT. I'm making funny memes about NBA Top Shot. And it's just like, you're supposed to be like one of my best friends. And like, I have people I never met in my entire life liking my tweets. You're just going to make... Am I, being a, am I being a petty girl about it? Sure. No. No, no, no. Not at all. But it's and bullshit. I'm, I'm going to come off as the asshole because I'm going to say something that I'm never going to be able to take back. I'm just not seeing them. The amount of notifications. That's fair. That is fair. But so, that is so fair. That's your, that's your blue check moment of the week, so I'll give you that. Um, you only get one. But it's just like I'm sitting there. And Text like, I'm getting... me. Text me the no, tweet. No, no, no. Share a tweet. No, I don't, we have I don't a group on you. Twitter. I see the DMs. I don't want a pity like. I, I want you to chuckle at a tweet on your timeline that was written by me. And, and I want to like. see it, so share it with me. No, that's whatever. I don't mean to come off like a girl about it, but like <laughs> this week in particular, I'm tweeting all this top shot shit, Chris Paul shit. I don't actually think Chris Paul's the goat, but I bought his moment, so I'm going to keep tweeting it for the rest of eternity. And it's just like, Jack's been idolizing this. Like, do I have to tweet Lamar Jackson is better than Patrick Mahomes to get a freaking like from you on Twitter? You know that 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 would happen for sure. God damn it! NBA All Stars have been announced. We already talked about the starters, the reserves. Um, I, we never properly prep for this, right? Like I knew I was going to have to read them off, but I've got them up now. 
In the West. Oh, it's just a it's just a player pool. All right, here we go. Reserves. Beal. Harden. Nope. Beal's starting. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I see it now. Okay. Jalen Brown. Harden. Zach Levine. Randall. Simmons. Tatum. Vucevic in the East. In the West. AD. Paul George. Gogurt. Uh, Dame. Spida. CP3, the greatest point guard of all time. Greatest point guard of all time. And Zion, who I called. Who was your first timer? Jalen. So we both Jaylen. split that. Even and though CJ would have been. CJ so would have been. Two for um, All right, let's just hop into it. And the rule is, if someone got snubbed, you have to replace them. So let's hear the pitch. Who's your first snub? Tobias Harris. Don't listen. Who would he replace? I'm willing to say Ben Simmons. I'm willing to say Nikola Vucevic. Tobias Harris is the second leading scorer on pace for a 50-40-90 year on the first place team in the Eastern Conference. Can I, Middle- I, I, I'm trying to get better at not interrupting you, but can we, right. I, I think setting the stage for my opinion will then lead to this sure. conversation. Sure. I, after much discussion, I do not think that records should play a part into All-Stars. MVP? But- I understand. All-Stars? Sure. Okay, so no references of record would be my preference. Sure, but let's look at history. Chris Middleton, averaging less than Tobias, less efficient the last two years, makes it. Why do you think? This is a a more competitive year. Let's acknowledge that as well. Yeah, well, let's start by saying the 12-team rosters are outdated. Like, obviously, they'll never do 15 because they love this conversation (laughs) that we're having right now, and it gets buzz. But, like, there's so much talent in the league. Like, why not do 15? But I so disagree because— Everyone's like, oh, these people all should have gotten it. Devin Booker, all that stuff. The point is we're trying to pick the top players in the league. We know how good the NBA is right now and the talent. But, like, what's the point of – then it starts to fall into the Pro Bowl where there is no, like, picking and choosing. All right, forget about the 12 to 15. But my point is, like, you say records shouldn't be brought into consideration. I'm sorry, Jack, but it's how it's always been. A couple years back, the Budenholzer Hawks. They got four All-Stars. Kyle Korver made the All-Star game just because their season was unprecedented and they gave everybody. Now, why didn't Tobias make it? It's hard to wrap your head around three players from one team getting in. Obviously, the Nets are a different story because they have three top 15 players. Um, but I don't know. It's just I think from the, the ben, NBA, I would Talk like to me about little... Ben Tobias because I think you have something there. Ben Tobias, I mean, it's hard. When you look at the stat sheet, right? Every every Ben's performances go beyond the stat sheets. That's what we've been hearing for years, and it's actually true. He's a defensive player of the year candidate, if not the defensive player of the year. So that's part of the reason why he gets him because he's guarding the same, the best player every night. He's shutting them down for the most part. Um, is he putting up crazy stats on the points? No, but his free throws are up. His assists are up. I'm not sure about his rebounds. I don't know, man. I'm just I look at the past, how the NBA has voted in All Stars. And don't get me wrong, me saying Tobias was snubbed, I didn't think he was going to get in. Right. I knew that he would probably get left off. But it's just, I would like a little bit of consistency from the NBA. So, but, Obviously, there's but, more snubs you can argue I would like this. Tobias. I would like this to be kind of the turning point of we're done looking at records. Because if we're just looking at stats, like even though he plays the least attractive game of basketball ever, like Trey Young is averaging 27 and 9. Like he right. blows away Tobias. I know the shooting splits are like other otherworldly right I'm now. Saying. For him. The NBA, like it has different principles for different players. Let's take Julius Randle for instance. If the Knicks were doing, if the Knicks were of the Knicks of last year, and Julius Randle had these stats, would he have gotten in? No, it's because the Knicks are 
one in a New York market. It's a huge market. No, but you can see his impact. Yeah, you can see his impact. But two, it's like he kind of is only getting in because the Knicks are performing above expectations, at least in my opinion. Yeah. No, I I think that's a very fair point. I think I actually totally disagree with you as far as the team goes (laughs) aspect. Because I'm having a little bit of trouble in Boston. They're ass. And you're putting two of them in there. I, would just I think like a it has with Brad Stevens. I think it is more so to do with. I don't think Jason Tatum's been spectacular this season. No, he went and through I a think, huge shooting slump. Right, he he's getting a little bit of uh, recency bias and projecting out his future. I, I agree. I think Tatum could have easily been knocked out of there. Um, I think Jalen Brown's been the better player on the team this season. He's been, and, he's been carrying that team to an under 500 record for sure. <laughs> so I get that. Look, it's not easy to win games in this league. Um, there wasn't, before I give you a snub of mine, there was an awful take. One of the worst takes I've seen going around Twitter. I think Is it name, Kurt Helen or yeah. something? Can we talk? Honestly, I, I want to shake that man's hand. <laughs> he's doubling the, down, tripling down. For it's, having the balls to tweet that and actually mean it and then continue to get absolutely obliterated. That's right up our alley. Re, re, read the tweet if you have it. The, you have tweet, it the tweet is essentially, I don't have it in front of me, but the, tweet, get it up. the tweet is that he believes that we should have taken into account last season's bubble play um for what I, I don't even know what the logic is Abe's gonna pull it up for us Eagleson's busy Mr. In Kurt, school, right? Mr. Kurt yeah Eagleson's in school what a loser Mr. Kurt Helen of NBC Sports he has since flooded his timeline co- conveniently yeah so you can't scroll down oh he is just doubling tripling down yeah okay, no I respect go. it read out read out the tweet for us the coach it the coaches voting for Randall and Levine over deserving players such as Adebayo Butler, who's played, what, 12 games this year, <laughs> and Middleton show they leaned heavily, in all caps, on this season and not the playoffs of last season. Let me just stop there. There's more. So let me get this straight, Kurt. Please come on the pod. I would love to, I would love to discuss this with you. For the 2021 NBA All-Star Game, the 2020 season should be taken into account. Well, if that's the case, Tobias is out, obviously. Maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe they did do that, and that's why Tobias got left out. Huh. Someone, someone, wrote, someone wrote, Kurt's got Tyler Hero on his MVP ballot for this. And then he goes, and then he continues on to say, to me, last playoffs have to be considered as a big factor in why? picking a team. Here, here's another tweet. People are not happy with my, quote, last playoffs count. In this season, in he wrote this season take. No shit, Kurt. <laughs> this is the first All-Star game since the last postseason. For me, the All-Star game is not just, quote, who had the best first half of the season, unquote. An All-Star honor is bigger than that. Also, if you're making a Jordan joke, try harder. That's a Trumpian level of twisted logic. Aim higher. He keeps going. Saying last year's playoffs should be a, quote, big factor is, oh, Kurt. He pulled back a little bit. He did, he did. It should be a, quote, big factor is an overstatement by me. My bad. It's okay. But it should be considered a long... (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those apologies, but not really an apology. But it should be considered along with this season, in my opinion. This season should play a larger role, but for me, something like Miami's playoff run cannot be ignored. You mean lightning in a bottle? 
<laughs> That's what it is. Look what the freaking Heat are doing this year. Russell so Wilson was saying, uh, Russell Wilson was Kurt's MVP because only the first six weeks are what yeah, we take I into mean, account. Kurt, what is this guy? Good call by him not having his actual photo. <laughs> he has in his uh, in his bio husband, father, hoops junkie, and wannabe foodie. You know what? Maybe you should hang up the sports. And pick up the food if you really want to be a fan. That is incredible, man. I mean, he wanted to reframe and rewrite. And I know you were going to have respect for it because you've you've tried doing that on our own show. You've tried doing it on other people's show. I mean, you Jeff up- Van Gundy is probably right there with him. That guy's yeah. on every broadcast changing every rule. <laughs> what, what fun are the rules if you can't change them up a bit? Agreed. So shout out to Kurt. My snub, uh, obviously, everyone. Keep it in will- the East. Keep it in the East. Okay. Start in the East for now. Mm-hmm. Um. I think Vucevic probably deserves to be there. He's one of the most underrated players. You in the would league. think that if you're, because your team don't take the record into account, right? No, I really think that it's unfair. Mm-hmm. Just because his team sucks around him doesn't mean he's not one of the top twenty-four players in the league this year. Which I think is what we're supposed to be gauging here. Um, so I think Vucevic probably could stick. I'm definitely not putting Trey Young in. I don't feel strongly about Tobias. Middleton's playing well, but it's not anything that I I would want to replace someone for. Um, who are the other potential Sabonis? Sabonis. Sabonis. I feel that would probably be the one to me that could cool with that. could swap out for Vucevic. But I think Vucevic earned that. Um, Sabonis. I also think he did. Did he miss a little time this season? He might have. And he's played. No, he's at, played and Sabonis. Games. Yeah, Sabonis didn't play in the bubble last year, so for that reason, I'm out on him. Tobias, I mean, not Tobias. Sabonis is is averaging 21.5 points, 11.6 rebounds, 5.7 assists. He's on 52.8% from the field and has them as the four seed. So if there is somebody, it's Sabonis and then Tobias for me. But listen, man, I'm going to ride for my guy. I've, Tobias is that one guy. There was Al Horford last year where I was obviously off of him. Tobias is the one guy that I stuck through it with and backed him up saying, like, like everyone pump the brakes. He's still on the younger side. There's four years left on the deal. It's a new system. Tobias is that guy that I stuck with through thick and thin, and I would have just liked to see him be rewarded a little bit. But he came and, out last And I night. was fine with you swapping with Ben because Ben, I, I am glad they're taking defense into account a little here because he's such a plus defender. But Ben this season was super underwhelming, at least until a little bit recently. Yeah, it's right? a little like bit the, of recently bias. He's been going for 40. He had his yeah. career high. I mean, he's averaging 15.7 points, 7.9 assists, 8.3 rebounds. It's like it's a glorified two, almost, Draymond Green right now. Almost two steals and a block. Yeah, no, he he's a great player. Um, to the West we go. I mean, we don't really have to like say it's our snub, so let's just talk about Devin Booker not getting the spot. Did you feel as strongly as uh, your boy Bron Bron? Yeah, yeah, I did, but I didn't feel as bad because Chris Paul got it. So right, I thought would, that is I this another that swap? Re- what do you mean? Like, I thought this would be reverse. I thought both of them would get in. Because of the replacement for Anthony Davis. Like, I assume it will be D-Book. And I thought it would be Chris Paul. But I don't know what gave... I think they gave the whole... Um, what's been attached to Chris Paul? The idea that he can change a culture. The idea that he did that with, with Phoenix already in such a short span. Like, they're the four seed. They've been balling. I think that's what played into a, a lot of an account more yep. than his stats. I mean, what they say about Book the, every other time he got snubbed? He's got to win. 
like Phoenix has got to win. Yeah. And they're winning, and he got left off the list. So Book is the obvious snub. This is a classic case of the Western Conference guards just being a murderer's row trying yeah. to get an all-star. I mean, Mike Conley never, and I think this was probably his last chance. People think he got snubbed. They do have the best record in the league. If there was a team that could have three based off past history, like you're saying, that's probably the team. And Excuse it's, me? What's up? We just got done talking about Tobias. You're going to say Mike Conley? Please. I'm saying that they could have been the team to do it. They have the they have the best. Conley's been playing. People wanted Conley in over Mitchell. So I've not been paying attention clearly to how well Mike Conley is playing. Um, so Booker is the obvious snub here. I don't see Anthony Davis rushing back and playing in an All-Star game, so I think it's pretty no safe fans. to say, pretty safe to say Devin Booker will be coming back or will be getting into that game. Um, other he's snubs, gonna go. He's gonna go for MVP. You think so? He's he's the type of guy that would be your MVP bet. That as of right now it is, but I'll probably change it to Chris Paul because obvious reasons. Yep. But Book probably feels disrespected. He's gonna go for it. Okay. All right. Well, those are your 2021 All-Stars. They also announced they're going to be doing the dunk contest and the skills challenge before, but are yeah. they going to bring in new people? Like, I thought the idea was bring in as least amount of people. I know it's only... No, 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 Jack. That's where you get it wrong. The idea is to make as much money as possible. Ooh. So just That's promote top shots all during the broadcast. Thank you. I Shout think, out Adam I Lefko. Think you're right. Shaq's, Shaq's talking about crypto punks on the air. What, Stephen A. What bullshit simulation are we living in in, in 2020? Well, re- yeah, nothing yeah. is real. Uh, let's draft him up. I mean, it's obvious that you're going to go Team LeBron and, and pick for LeBron. I'm going to pick for Team Durant. How you want to... Rock, paper, scissors on the on the set. Right. One time. Do you, you'll, right. Please don't tell me you say sets. No, I, I'm a human being. Rock, Rock paper, scissors, shoot. You, <laughs> you, went, slow. you went slow. And no, you your, still... yours went slow. Well, I won because I did no, scissors. No, because you your hand, well, if we bring I'm back taking tape... second and third. You've got the first pick. Go ahead. Joel Embiid, <laughs> the MVP of the of the league with LeBron. It's like his Anthony Davis just better. It's a match made in heaven. Okay. I'm going Stephen Curry and Giannis. Stephen KD back together and Giannis with spacing. I, I, I mean, when there were rumors he might go out to uh, Golden State, that was like the most fun time of Giannis's career for me because him with spacing would be just disturbing. So I'm going... Steph, Giannis, and KD. I, don't, I actually think with that team, it's unbeatable at this point. But go ahead. Just wait. Oh, so. You've got to. Are we doing just starters first? That's how it works. So I get. Fuck. <laughs> Come on. Welcome to the squad, Bradley Beal. Ooh. I was going between him and Luca. I wanted a guard to pair with Embiid. Luca's a little bit too ball dependent. You get Beal with LeBron and Bede. I'm just not how you sure how you stop that roster. Um, are we going one and one from this point on? Yeah, that's okay. How it works. Uh, I'm not sure if you see. There's a star next to his name. His name's Kawhi Leonard. Um, yeah, you're gonna want him on your team. I don't know how you whiffed on that, but bro, that loser doesn't care about this game. He's not. Tr- I'm trying to win a basketball game. Kawhi Leonard is my pick. I'm trying to win a basketball game. Are you are you about to be stuck with 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 people you do not like? I think you are. We've got who do read me off who I've got left. You pick you just picked uh Beal, right? Yeah, so there's so Luka, got, Kyrie, and Jokic. Yep. 
<laughs> it's oh, like yeah. Abe's most hated players in the league. Uh, well, I'm trying to build a team. Let's go with Kyrie. Okay. I'm Let's picking Jokic for the big. I mean, that that's the best starting five you could possibly create. You have KD. Damn. Because <laughs> 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 I, I didn't have, when I was writing down my list, I didn't have the captain. So I'm just like, Steph, Giannis, Kawhi, Jokic. And I was like, wait, KD. <laughs> wait, Kevin. So right. I have, I'm just going to run all on your ass. Luca, Kyrie, Brad Beal, Joel, LeBron. Okay, so you just had to pick Luca, who you love to hate on. Which no, I, I love Luca the basketball player. I hate Luca the person. All right, so that right that leads us into the reserves, which I now have the first pick. There's two obvious ones to me. Um, and are we replacing AD with Book just for the for what we think is going to happen? Sure, we can do that. Okay. Do do do. Which one do I go with? Which I, I'll take whichever one you right, want. Right, right. Um, for my team, I'm gonna go. I'll go with Jimmy Harden. All right, I'll take Dame. Okay, so those <laughs> I was are the, cool with either either right. one there. Those are the like, two. I was gonna, when I asked you, are we doing just the bench players? Because with my third pick, when I with Beal, I was gonna take Harden. Right, right. Of course. Um, and I would have probably taken Dame over a co- Dame, like Beal okay. or something. I have um, a lot of guards, and I refuse to take Rudy Gobert. But anyway, okay, all right. So uh, for my next pick, oh, I'm, go- I'm taking. I'm gonna go with Zion. I want the young. Gu- I want the young gun in the All Star game. He's gonna play a little nervous. I think he's not gonna leave it all. He's, he's not gonna get- touch. He's not gonna dribble or shoot. He's going to be throwing alley oops on repeat. I don't think he's gonna get into the game. Well, every player not a plays, lot of ticks. But okay. Um. Hmm. A lot of scorers on this team. Not a lot of defense. Yeah. Go get your boy. Come come through, Ben. <laughs> there's come also, through, ben. if you guys are listening, there's a lot of but games. But you can take Julius. There's you can a take lot, Julius and have this pick. There's a lot of How game. About that? There's a lot of game theory to this because, like, for example, I knew I gave him the first pick because I knew he'd waste it on Embiid. I knew waste. He's the MVP of the league. I I knew he would stay away from certain players as well. So um, after Zion, you could debate that I have the top three MVP candidates on my team. You can debate that your team's getting smashed in a two K simulation that I'll be running till till exhaust later. Um, My next pick, I'm gonna go with. Let's add my boy to the squad. Chris, come home. Stay away from Abraham. Yeah, that's not fair. I'm cool with that. Uh, you took Chris Paul. Should I just write Randall under your name? Would you no, just count him I, as a pick? Make me pick him. Make me pick him. All right. Um, hmm. So we're looking at Levine, Mitchell. Tate. I'll take Tatum. Okay. I'm going to go PG. PG-13. I just didn't see his name on this list. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead i was literally just damn good pick good pick jack i am getting smoked um hmm. who read me who we got left all right jalen brown Jay, yeah you got jalen booker you could still take booker levine gobert spida randall oh yeah give me Elizabeth. book okay me so book. take book nice pick um i'm gonna go jalen I'm going to lose sleep over that Paul George pick right there. Yeah. Jalen Brown. Um, so we've got Rudy, Spida, The Levine. next pick's between probably Levine and Donovan Mitchell. I don't know, man. I, I got Ben on the bench. I don't really need a third big, do I? It's 2021. Yeah. Hmm. Ben or Donovan Mitchell. Oh, no. Not Ben. 
Levine or Donovan Mitchell. Let's go. Uh, let's go, Spida. Okay, I'm going to take Zach Levine. I am going to take. You see how this is playing out? I'm getting Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Fuck. I would take. Wait, no, I'm not. Why? Who's left? It's just uh, Jalen Brown, Vuce, no, I, Randall, I took Jalen. I just took Jalen. Yes, you did. Yeah, so I'm getting Gobert. And um, Vucevic. Nah, fuck you. I'm taking Randall. <laughs> I knew so that was going to happen. I guess so I finish off with Randall and Gobert and you take Vuce. Yeah. All right. So let's run my team real quick. LeBron, MVP number two. Joel, MVP number one. Bradley Beal, save my man. Kyrie, just not going to elaborate. Luca, Dame, Ben, my team is nasty. Well, this is the all-star game, man. Tatum, <laughs> Book, Spida, Gobert, and don't forget, we're coached by... Damn it, I'm not even Doc Rivers. Who are you? Oh, you're LeBron. Yeah. No, who's who's coached by that? Yeah, I don't know. All and right. So you have the better coach, too. Read my squad for the regular season, yeah. Jack, KD, Steph, Giannis, Kawhi, Jokic, Harden, Zion, C- Jesus Christ, CP3, Paul George, Jalen Brown, and Nikola Vucevic. Go Bear, stay home. <laughs> no, uh, we're going to run it with 11. We'll play one down pick. But I do. I would like you to run this on 2K. And I want to make sure it's fair. I want to see your settings and everything. Um, we need some listener to do it and post I think it. You're, I think you're like a minus five and a half. Yeah, that's a squad. But I, if you gave me the choice between being a favorite and having plus odds on my own money line, any day of the week. Fair any enough. day of the week. The, the problem is that I ended up my last two picks with Julius Randle and Rudy Gobert, and you did Vuce and Jalen Brown. But that was just me being petty once again. <sighs> that is your NBA All-Star. We'll have more for you after the All-Star break um, in regards to that. We'll react to all that stuff. But before we head into the break, we are going to talk about Tiger, Tiger Woods. Um, he was involved in a single-car crash, and his legs are crushed, and he's going through surgery, but apparently everything should be okay, but should be okay means in terms of his life. And you saw the policeman who was saying he's very lucky to be alive and he's seen way worse fatalities from a situation like that. So the real question, I mean, we'll always address the top, which is extremely scary. Hug your loved ones. Um, it doesn't feel real. Obviously, you guys know the history. Even I recording the podcast when the Kobe thing happened. And these larger-than-life figures, you would never think they could get hurt. The scariest part is, you know, he just recently had a moment with his son where they're playing golf together. And when you remember, it's about the family and the friends over he's just the greatest golfer ever. It really puts it into perspective. So that is obviously number one. But number two is I don't think Tiger Woods is ever going to play professional golf again. And I'm yeah, not that is to... the uh, that's like where everyone's mind goes to first. And naturally, that's what it's going to be like because you've seen Tiger in a golf setting. Um, but nobody, you take a step back from that and you realize who gives a shit if you ever see Tiger at an event ever again. We just care that we see Tiger again. Right. And by the sound of it, it sounds like we will. Uh, his legs got pretty mangled. I was reading something from like 8 to 12 month recovery. Oof. So obviously, you pray for his loved ones. You pray for his friends. You pray for him. We all love Tiger. We all grew up watching Tiger. 
Um, but from a golf standpoint, I, I happen to agree with you. For me, I view it as like, I look at that tournament he played with his son, Charlie, and I you look at how happy he was there. You look at all the videos that came out, that crazy video of their manner, mannerisms, which yeah. is still the coolest thing so I've ever cool. seen. It just makes you think that this whole thing, and we do believe that he will recover and be fine, knock on wood, but is like a come-to-Jesus moment where it's just like, okay, like this stage of my life, not that it was involved in golfing, like it was... Right. Like, that hopefully, that is a takeaway, right? Ho- like hopefully it wasn't. Any, there weren't any extracurricular. We're not going to digest divest into that. But it had nothing to do with golf, so that's a different story. But I I tend to agree. It's at forty five years old, five back surgeries. This forget the physical standpoint, the mental. But if you're talking about one person's mental fortitude and being able to come back from something like this, guy had four back surgeries and came back and won the Masters. For back surgeries, he won a tournament on a broken leg. <laughs> he won the 08 U.S. Open on a broken leg. You watch that. If anyone hasn't watched it on HBO, the Tiger Woods documentary. Yeah, I haven't fa- seen it. Fantastic. I fantastic. See it. He didn't like it because it wasn't like Last Dance where he could pick and choose what he wanted, like a little baby girl. Um, but it, it was unbelievable. And it just shows that if there's one person to be sick enough in the head to have that competitive drive and willingness to, to go through – this agony again of coming back it's this sick motherfucker tiger woods but you you pray for his family you pray for him you pray for his children that's where it starts and then will he come back to golf i don't think so would i put it past him and be surprised no chance in hell so you didn't start playing golf until very recently right but you've always been a big tiger woods fan so what would you say like that tiger moment is for you um that you can best remember that Sunday at the Masters a few years ago where I felt as if I looked on my phone and every single person's television, no matter if they don't even know what a golf course looked like, yeah. was tuned into that. And like him coming up 18 with those with all the people behind him. He looked him, like Moses. He looked like, <laughs> he looked he looked like literally Jesus Christ <laughs> leading, leading a troop of people. Um, so that's the first one that comes to mind. But, I mean, I was young during Tiger's Pride, right? right? We, we were 10, 12 years old. So it, watching the documentary helped me. That 08 U.S. Open, where he hits a drive on like, I don't know, 12 or 13, and he just collapses to the ground. And he literally is playing in a U.S. Open on a broken leg. And then he hits one crazy shot, and he cuts to the documentary, cuts to somebody that was there, like a caddy of somebody else. And he literally said, this motherfucker's going to win this tournament, isn't he? And everyone's just like, oh, my God, he actually is. And he's playing through. You can see the pain. Like, my knees hurt watching that. You can't, And golf is, it's it's too important to have everything intact. Like, you yeah, can't, it's, it's, it's not it's football where pain tolerance. Right. right. So, you can't shoot up one part of your body so it feels fine. Everything's connected in the golf swing. So between the neck, the back, the knees, that 08 U.S. Open just, like, gives me chills. Yeah. So I remember, I don't remember where I was, but I still have the image in my head of him sinking the putt. I've seen it a million times, but I remember watching. And, the, one-arm, the one-arm fist pump? Yeah, and Rocco Immediate, I'll never forget. I'm 99% positive that's who he was playing against. Um, and he's going to win his first major, and it's going to be amazing. And the putt he sinks is, like, you don't make that putt. It's just too... Like, it, it's not like you had 10 chances at it. I'm sure you make one over the course of the round. But in that setting, in that moment, at that time, 
to sink that putt. I was just like, this feels like a larger than life person. And it started to feel a lot like Michael Jordan. And what I mean by that is you had another guy who was coming up and was going to get his first major. And Tiger was just so good. He like, you didn't win in that era. And I think that like Roger Federer might be the greatest tennis player of all time. But Nadal won, and Djokovic is winning. Like when it comes Nobody to Tiger, won during Tiger's there's prime. no there's no famous golfer during his prime. Like name one. It, w- it was like, like kind of Phil, Phil's like it was Phil. It was but Phil. not and really. This, you know, if you look at the documentary, Phil Tiger like hated Phil for the reason that Tiger had kind of a a Mamba mentality, yeah, where he wanted yeah. to be the best the entire time. But he looked at a guy like Phil and said. This guy has all the skill in the entire world that I could ever dream about. Right. He just doesn't give a shit and doesn't put in the work. And really? That's what, that's what the difference between Tiger and Phil was. That's hilarious. That's yeah. great. Um, but, yeah, Tiger also made it feel more like a sport, right? Like, everyone rags on golf because, like, John Daly's drinking and smoking and still, you know, winning tournaments. I hope Tiger's that, that person down the line. <laughs> right, me too. But I, I think Tiger made it feel like – you can put in that work, put in that effort. And it's not only about the skill, which is a thing for me where golf doesn't feel that way. Like I can't overwork on the course to make up for less skill. And it felt like Tiger actually achieved that. So I think that's, what's really cool about Tiger Woods. He's crazy. We're going to take a quick break. After the break, we are ranking our top moments that we want to be on top shot or in general, want to be nfts and we want to digitally own them and then we'll talk about deshaun watson and i'm sure the conversation will get fun from there we'll be right back all right fam we are back with a little ranked we haven't done like a really fun ranked in a while obviously beginning of covid when we were ranking cereals and <laughs> and anything because there were no sports uh those were fun but now we have a fun one today top shot is taking over the world if you don't know what it is you either don't listen to this podcast or you live under a rock so we are going to rank the top three moments that Abe and i would love to see be digital highlights that we could own um as always i shall start Number three for me, the Landon Donovan goal. Even that, I remember that. Right. Even and, I remember that. And, and I just don't care about soccer. Like, I remember where I was standing watching it. Exactly. Yeah, Algeria? I think it was Algeria. The Landon Donovan goal. And one thing you do have to take into account that I think we lose a little bit from Donovan here, so let's just spice it up and say and say maybe we could have it for this moment is there's no commentary on these things because you don't own the rights to the broadcasters and, mm-hmm. and what they're saying. And the call is so majestic. So I think that definitely makes part of it, but uh, drawing it out to the entire country, having a soccer moment, that Landon Donovan goal was just so insane. Um, so that would be my pick for number three. Good pick. Good pick. Number three for me. Listen, I love the comedic part of sports. I love shitting on people. I would like every single Carson Wentz interception from last year top <laughs> shot. Like this like the screen against the Cleveland Browns where he was just throwing it to literally the stands and it was walked in for a pick six. Um the last one in the end zone against Seattle when it was right to him. I you know what? He's gone. I want to laugh about it. I love that part of sports. I don't care at this point to rag on the Eagles. So let me, so you let me who- buy out every cosmic moment of every Carson Wentz interception in the Philadelphia. You made it seem like you're maybe rooting for Wentz because he's in the AFC now. And I it does not, not sound that I'm way. not. Okay. I'm not rooting for Wentz okay. in the AFC. I'm rooting I'm rooting for the Colts to go 
six and ten, and for Carson Wentz to play seventy six percent of the snaps. Okay, which I don't believe will happen, but that's what I'm rooting for. So number three, every Carson Wentz pick. Are we doing snake? Yeah. Give me the Marshawn Lynch Beastquake oh. run in the wild card of the playoffs against the Saints. Everyone knows what it is. He pushes him off, pushes him off, and just give me the jump into the end zone, the homer dick. Give me that. I need that. The whole my dick series would be amazing. The whole my dick. I mean, we would get Baker. Baker would be a moment in that against Kansas yeah. um, when he was at Oklahoma. Um, maybe Draymond hitting LeBron in the nuts in the we finals. Could, we could get like a Tyree kill backflip. Like it wouldn't have to be only hold my dicks. It could be the name of the set is hold my dick, but it's about like taunting or, or we could do Chris Jones running his combine, his 40 yard dash at the <laughs> NFL combine and subsequently having his penis fall out of we his We could pants. have Antoine Winfield's peace sign in there. There, yeah. there could be some fun stuff in the hold my dick set. All right. Good call. Abe. respect, respect my number two. Flacco to Jacoby Jones, the Mile High Miracle. It's a personal pick for me, obviously. No, it's not personal for you because I was, I went to a Sixers, who'd they play? I forget. But it was my first ever time sitting courtside in an NBA game. Nice flex, and, nice flex. Uh, yeah, no, thank blue you. Blue check we're, moment of the week for you. Blue check moment of the week. Wait, I'm, I'm going to keep going. And we went into the part where um, me and my billionaire friends just <laughs> eat escargot and caviar together for free um, while getting foot massages. Not actually, but there's like a zone where you eat and it's just like chicken fingers and shit, but it's free. Um, and the Ravens game was on against the Broncos in Mile High. And obviously I had a lot of emotional interest in the Denver Broncos in that game because <laughs> we were still friends at that time. And I'll never forget that pass and just my heart sinking, walking back to the seats and just looking at my friend and be like, the Ravens are going to fucking win this game. <laughs> He's like, Why do you hate the Ravens so much? It's a long story. I'll never Such forget a- that either. Okay, so that so it sounds like that's a good moment, and there's a little there's a little meme to it. I think like the play on the ball by the safety is just so porous that I think it makes the and it's moment just classic Joe Flacco. Right, classic Joe. The run it back series, classic Joe Flacco. <laughs> Number one moment, though Odell Beckham catch. Even though his career is tanked since then, which is a bold statement to come on this pod and say, but I think it has ever since he had that catch and went on the boat. It's kind of trending in the wrong direction. Um, but that's got to be the greatest moment. Single Is that the greatest single play in sports history? Not not MJ's no. buzzer beater, not LeBron's no. block. Because You're not top- talking about the impact. You're talking about the physical play. Yeah. You're, I mean, your instant reaction was no, but when you start to think well, about it. Well, yeah, because there's a shit ton of plays that yeah. have happened. But I it mean, might be. Nah, there's some other Like, shit. Steph Curry there's... shot against the Thunder. Incredible play, but, like... He was open. Right. Well, he okay. was open. Um, Jerome Simpson's... We'll talk about extracurriculars. Number after. one, and I'm going to throw it back for the listeners and doing a little research. In 1970, there was a man by the name of Doc Ellis. Doc Ellis played for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and on... where I want to get the exact date of this game. On June 2nd, 1970, Doc Ellis threw a no-hitter. While being under the influence of LSD, acid, whatever you want to call it, he was tripping balls and threw a no-hitter in an MLB game. Now, he walked eight batters, <laughs> um, but nonetheless, he threw a no-hitter while on acid. And if I could get a moment of that final pitch and the fans going crazy around him and everyone rushing him, he would probably be scared shitless because he's tripping balls. 
and thinks that maybe like dinosaurs are running at him. Uh, but if I could just get his facial reaction, that last pitch of that of that uh, no hitter, I think that would be unbelievable. And I also learned that Doc Ellis is a starting pitcher for the National League that year in the All Star Game. Then went on to win the World Series that year. This guy Doc Ellis is a monster. <laughs> He's so Doc Ellis, Doc Ellis, um, nineteen seventy Pittsburgh Pirates acid game. Okay, number one. Respect. Let's throw out some bonus ones. I'm sure we could go on forever. The Jerome Simpson front flip touchdown. That's obviously yeah, sick. Kawhi shot every time I need a good cry. Right, Kawhi shot. Um, the I think a touchdown set celebration set would be really cool. Like a bunch touchdown of Ocho Cinco's, like Owens on the star. Yeah, that would be um, fun. Philly special, double doink. Those I think meme moments. Meme moments are. A, I don't know what value they have. Like. Is the value driven by the comedic aspect of it? Like yeah. the butt fumble, the JR, um, the Dez no catch, the Calvin Johnson no the every no catch that is a catch. <laughs> um, just stuff like Justin Timberlake ripping off Janet Jackson's shirt at the Super Bowl performance in like 2004 or something. So the, ba- we- so the back end of Dapper is on a blockchain called Flow. Mm-hmm. And there's this woman who's... Um, like I'll send you nudes for a moment, and so they're calling her Flownly Flownly fans. Oh, one of my is... one of my <laughs> one of my friends. We were talking about Top Shot in the group the other day, and they're all like shitting on it or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, that's fine. Like, do what you need to do. One of my friends is like, we need to think of the next. And I'm like, someone was like, Call of Duty moments from like famous streamers like yeah. Nick Merckx and stuff like that. One of my friends is like, yo, I got it porn moments everyone said and it's it. like mia khalifa or whatever yeah. it's just like i mean i'm interested who's mia khalifa never mind we'll move on um names name some other moments that you think would be that we're not thinking outside the box on college moments could be cool um like a march madness that would be sick march and what if you could get the players paid for that that would be cool because that's always an issue commentator moments maybe maybe a double bang from breen there Bye. um back to bosh out to allen or whatever rebound up by for the Bosch, la- out up for allen. the layup blocked by james which that might come yeah i think both of these like, i think the ray allen shot will come they're already doing a little bit of old players right yeah, I got the chance to listen to the CEO of Dapper on Rovell's Twitter the other yeah. day, and he, he he pretty much said, and like this is why like people are texting me right because I'm associated with you're the you. point guy. I, I'm a, I'm associated with you, so they think that I have every book read on Top Shot ever, which I definitely have learned a lot from you and done my own DD and have a good understanding of it. But like people are asking me on tips on who to buy this that, and it's just like. I, I I cannot explain that to them, but um, sounded like they were getting. The CEO said they were growing. They're growing so fast and yeah. so organically without without like planning to grow this fast. Like they're not investing in marketing. It's just word yeah. of mouth, and it's just yeah. happening. That they're actually struggling themselves to keep up. Like in terms of withdrawals, which I've noticed that you were able to withdraw. That's a big thing in question. Blue check moment um, of the week. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I was early. More. Uh, more moments being released this that it's just like the the ceo was just like i get it this is awesome we're going to continue to grow this but like you guys need to give us five just give us a few minutes all right and that's why you see the maintenance so i think that's the interesting part about it is it's it's growing at a rate that even top shot can't handle right now can't handle they could not have predicted this in a million years 
months ago there were thirty thousand dollars in transactions a day, and now it's now fifty, it's 50 million. million. Like, and and that's one of the things is everyone keeps texting me the series two stuff's going down. Like, is it a dip? Is it a correction? They haven't even turned on the marketing funnel. This is a word of mouth product today. They've got two Tyler Hero tweets and my 2000 tweets, and that's pretty much all they've got going for them. And mine that aren't getting the amount of likes. And Aves that have not gotten the impressions that they should. Dude, I had such a funny tweet. Like, people were reaching out to me that I never talked about, and they just thought it was hilarious. You know that meme? Of the guy at the pool with the back tattoo talking to that girl that looks uninterested like this. Yes, I actually think I saw that. And you didn't like it. It was freaking hilarious. No, I did like it. All right, no, so you didn't. You Abe's, just did, tw- Abe's tweets. Another all-star appearance for CP for the GOAT <laughs> CP3. Throw that a like. That doesn't deserve a, a retweet. Um, let's see. Not a singular breath all day built different. Okay, that's on top, Chevrolet. Not even... <laughs> NBA Top Shot could sell this moment we're having right now. Haha, <laughs> JK. But anyways, what's up? All right. I'll throw that a retweet. Chris Paul is the greatest basketball player ever. Partnered with the big sports guy. Um, I'll throw him a follow. Yeah, that's, you don't need any more after that. That's pretty but much it. But it's just like, I don't know. Oh, I tweeted. This one only got one like. But it was a response to Snapback Sports. And I said, prayers up to the girl across the bar when I pull out my Series 1 CP. <laughs> Did you see that video that I posted? It's like a duet on TikTok, and it's these two girls like listening for three seconds and cracking up, and it's a guy with his computer uh, showing his collection. <laughs> it's great. It's great. The content that that NBA Top Shot producing is is better than the money it's making people. Yeah, always. no, the the Not meme really, when and I've always said when something gets memed, that's when I knew that our podcast had at least impacted someone to go and make a meme account about us, listen in and react to it. That's when you know, and this stuff is is in stage one of meme ability. So, cannot wait for Someone that. Someone made a moment of us. That was sick. Someone made a moment of us. I'm gonna that, gram that on Snapback. Yeah, gram. that was sick. Um, all right, Deshaun Watson. Then we'll get out of here. I saw a this post. Is personal, right? Yeah, it's it's all. Hey, everything on this podcast is personal. This Not is me personal. and you, but right. just in sometimes, general. Sometimes. Uh, Landon Collins said Deshaun Watson's worth every first round pick. This is the NFL. We talk about this all the time. Even Patrick Mahomes. Look at what happens. He has the, all the weapons in the world. He has a, a defense that's playing out of its mind all year long. He's the best quarterback ever. But he's losing two players, and he looks like Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I went there. But point being... It's a team sport, and you need every slot filled. That's what we said from from the start of the year. The Bucks were the most complete team, right? Like they needed right. to mesh, they needed to get better, but that defense was nasty. Their rookies came into their own, but you need players. So, for everyone who says get Watson out of Houston, he has no help. Well, what do you think happens when you trade and he mortgage had more help your entire? Than a lot of people, right? Than he... A lot of people that did a lot better. Right. You, Listen, you, I love I love Deshaun Watson. I think he's, he's a very good quarterback. He's a very right? good quarterback. I think he no, nah, I've I've graduated from that. I think he's like nasty. Yeah. But forget the whole idea of you can't trade these picks because you have to fill in places otherwise. You don't give up that amount of picks because you have to look at what it takes to win the Super Bowl. It takes fifty percent roster construction. Well, it takes ten percent roster construction. It takes ten percent good execution, good coaching, good players, and then it takes unless you have Tom Brady, 
That's the discrepancy here. And then it takes about 75% absolute luck is what it takes to win a Super Bowl. You need every call to go your way in three consecutive playoff games. It's a game of inches, this, that. That's why you don't give up because, obviously, putting a good product on the field is going to help you get there. But, like, is giving five first-round picks going to help the whatever team he goes to, like, get a call here and there down the line? Like, and salary cap. That's why you like, have to put such an emphasis on having good players because even if you have the best roster, which the Chiefs had a better roster than the Bucks, it doesn't always – it's one football game. Right. Shit bounces this way, that way, that, whatever. It's the round oblong like ball, Abe. There you go. As you like to say, it's a round oblong ball. So, and especially – take it from me, right? Because of where I, my demise as a football fan, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and now I'll be lucky if my grandchildren see another <laughs> one, and, and that's fine. I got to enjoy it, but like, I I watch back highlights from that year. I watch first off, I watch Carson Wentz just be a different human. Which, if that doesn't tell you about luck, then I don't know what will. Yeah. I watch us hitting a sixty-five yarder for the win against the Giants at home. Like, I watch. Torrey Smith catching it off somebody's helmet at the end of the first me. half of the Falcons. And then Julio Jones, the ball going through his hands at the end of the game. Maybe a P.I. Like, so much stuff. In the Ravens football. won a Super Bowl on a pass interference. Yeah, and <laughs> the lights being shut off. Um, so much stuff has to go to your way to win the Super Bowl that, like, listen, not even Aaron Donald is worth seven first-round picks. Right. He's the best defensive player maybe Ever. I think and your his point team won is seven games two two week two years ago. There's no move that you can make that automatically puts you into the game. Which right. the luck the thing, yeah, you can exactly. And I think that's the difference. And when I say there's no move, there's one move. His name's Tom Brady. But outside of that, that move does not exist. I still would love Tom Brady to just start bouncing. Try, see if he can pick a, a Super Bowl up in Cleveland after they I don't have like a, I have like a realization. I, I think I saw a Photoshop. That was why of him in a the Dallas Cowboys, uniform. Yeah. It just gave me like shivers down my yeah. back. Could you imagine? No. He would make that. No. Doesn't matter how good their defense is. Doesn't matter how I think Dak could be as good as him today. He would make them a 12-4 and four football team, and they would win a playoff game. After that, who knows? Because the roster isn't. He can make them a twelve and four playoff team and win a playoff game, or he can make them a ten and six and then get to the playoffs. And it's Tom Brady in the playoffs, and they win the Super Bowl. Remember when people were betting against they... Tom Brady? He was actually priced at plus odds in three consecutive games. Uh, I definitely bet against him a lot, so. <laughs> but not in the playoffs. Is that true? I feel like you you can't. I mean, you were on the I Chiefs, bet, obviously. I didn't bet but... the game outright. Right. I've I've taken a step back. Eh, that's not true, actually. Forget it. Whatever. This is a great episode. I enjoyed this thoroughly. Julius Randle is an NBA All Star. Kristaps Porzingis is on the market, and his trade value. Tobias is... Harris has got his eyes set on a whole different accomplishment, and that's an NBA championship. Yes, sir. Snapback fam, we will talk to you on Monday. Everyone, have a great weekend. Much love. Peace.